What's up, junkies? Welcome back in for another edition of Pigskin Junkies. Myself, Michael Larson, and D. Scott Panza here to bring you week 14 of the NFL season. Take a look at the card. Talk about how we're feeling, what we're vibing with. I know a lot of you got the email this morning. Uh, if you aren't getting our emails, once again, please reach out to us on Twitter. We can get you on the list. Uh, with that, though, Scott, how are we doing? You know, I'm still reeling from last weekend. I'm I'm still reeling. Russell Wilson, MVP, gone. Circa Survivor, knocked out for the, the Seahawks. Uh, I'm reeling. Uh, and although it was a, a strong weekend and a profitable weekend, uh, you know, getting bounced out of Survivor unhedged is pretty disappointing. I, I felt pretty confident in Russell Wilson versus Colt McCoy at home as 10-point favorites, and it yeah. just didn't get there. You know, I mean, just Joe Judge. You know, turn that team around first in the division. And do you really want to go play the Giants in MetLife first round of the playoffs? I don't think teams want want to play with this frisky Giants team after Ooh. what they, they've shown on defense. Big you know, role they reversal the there. And the Steelers, you know, dead rights and the Eagles earlier this year. They could easily be uh, above 500. But, uh, you know, they just had to shake some cobwebs. And now, now they're rolling a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like your prediction was right on – Belichick kind of posting the how to beat this Cardinals offense or at least contain them somewhat. Uh, I mean, the Rams went out. And I don't feel like that was ever really – it was one of those where on the scorecard it was a 10-point, and you're like, oh, okay, one touchdown we could have pushed. But that was one of those that you just never felt like you were even in it from the go. Yeah. And then what else? Tennessee, I mean, that was a flip the script from their game against Cleveland last year where Cleveland was getting all the hubbub and Tennessee went in there and just beat the brakes off of them. And then <laughs> Cleveland came in and did the exact same thing. Uh, Tennessee only, made that score look better. Yeah. The only thing that was good about that game is because they got down so bad uh, with the amount of Ryan Tannehill exposure I had daily fantasy, it worked out because he put up a ton of points <laughs> trying to get back in the game. Just garbage. I love it. That's yeah. the Kirk Cousins special. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, overall, it was a good week. I, I was bummed because I I put the um, I had the Titans as a lock, and so I, I missed out on a point there where I could have gotten five instead of four. But hey, it is. Yeah, I know a lot of Titans, but luckily, lion, a lot of Lions, mm-hmm. a lot of Pats, a lot of um, Jets, uh, Jets, Bills. Um, you know, so a lot of that got there. And then Broncos on the nightcap, which is never feel good betting Drew Locke, but Vic Fangio had something cooked up. Cooking in the kitchen. And yeah, now, you know, are you are you in any fantasy playoffs? Um, I dropped all of my fantasy this year. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take a – I needed a cleanse. I just okay. needed a little cleanse action. I'll tell you, I, I did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you dove even further into that rabbit yeah, hole. I had, pl- I had plenty of fantasy, unfortunately, for and no one cares about your fantasy team, but unfortunately <laughs> I had a lot of Will Fuller and Antonio Gibson, and they're both out at the worst possible time. So I'm, I'm limping, limping into the playoffs. <laughs> hey, in the playoffs, though, that's what matters. I think a lot of people would trade places with you. A, ch- a chip in a chair, if you will. Yeah. Well, what do you think of uh... – I, I'm going to be honest with you, Scott. I didn't watch any of the Thursday night game. What uh, what were your takeaways? One, as a Pats fan, and two, did you have any action? Uh, I had some action on the Pats, unfortunately, so I mushed them heavy. Um, you know, the Pats defense did what you expected. You know, they gave up some some 
you know, yards on the ground, but they contain Jared Goff. And if not for uh, the Cam Newton pick six, that's a much different game. But uh, I think at this point, season's now over officially at six and seven. Uh, I think you just let Jared Stidham start the last three games. They're not going to, but I think you just let him start the last three games, see if he's got any shot at being uh, uh, in contention for the starter position next year. But, you know, I think they'll be moving on from Cam. I think they'll be in the market for Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, uh, Sam Darnold, ideally, I think would be a great fit. Uh, Maybe even Jim Garoppolo. I think uh, they'll be in the market for a new quarterback. uh, And I think Cam Cam is cooked. Cam is cooked, and they're showing you with their play calling that they just don't trust him to pass the ball. So I think, uh, unfortunately, the season's over. I thought they were about to go win out, and then they lost 24-3. to So season's over. I think what they will do, they'll beat the Dolphins next week. They'll give the Bills a good run, and they'll finish a a solid 8-8. Yeah, I don't think there's a quarterback on that roster that if you're Bill Belichick, you go, there's potential with a future with one of these guys. Uh, and that is coming from an Auburn grad. Jared and I knew the writing on the wall when it came to Jared Stidham. With Cam, it's just been really sad to see because ever since that MVP season, uh, I mean, he was getting it done through the air on the ground, and then he just got so banged up. And that throwing motion still, to me, has just never looked completely normal again, which is it's a bummer to see such a talent. I'll tell you, when he throws, I, I don't even think he's looking at his target. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I think he's like closer with his eyes closed or throwing with his eyes closed. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, I, I, I was really hoping that he, that he work out. Um, but I don't think it is working out. So there's starting to be some calls for Stidham, but uh, we'll probably end up seeing camp for the rest of the season. Yeah. Looked promising early, but then it just kind of fizzled. Also, you know, they have to learn how to draft wide receivers. If you watch the game last night, you, you didn't watch the game last night, but they had a list of all the guys who drafted <laughs> a wide receiver since 2011, and none of them were good. <laughs> none of them. Malcolm Mitchell was good, but he, you know, career-ending uh, injury. That right. was it. Everyone else just total bust, like never even close to being good in the NFL. That's problematic. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Hey, but tight ends though, you know how to draft <laughs> those tight ends. Yeah, that's that's where we get it right. <laughs> yeah. So we'll dive into the Sunday card now, Scott, and that is going to be the first one they have listed on here is Packers Lions little in division matchup. This one's happening in the Motor City. Lions plus eight in division against the Pack. Uh, so the Lions last week they they won their Super Bowl. They won their Super Bowl. They they won the first game without Matt Patricia. They were gifted a win by the Bears down 10. We were on the, the side with the Lions, so we were thrilled that uh, they were gifted <laughs> the game. But the, the Packers are playing for the playoffs. They're playing for potentially uh, number one seed. They're going to absolutely dust this Lions team on Sunday. Still no Kenny Galladay. DeAndre Swift probably coming back. But I don't think the, the Lions defense will be even close to being able to stop the, the Packers offense. And I just don't trust Matt Stafford. He still makes way too many bad decisions. He had a terrible pick six a la Cam Newton last night. So I will lay the lumber. I know it's ugly to lay it uh, on the road more than a touchdown, but I'm going to lay that that wood uh, on Sunday. Lay that wood, Scott. Lay it. <laughs> um, I Golly, I'm going to stay away from this one because I'm just going to be cheering for the Lions. So I, don't, I can't let my heart get in the way of my brain, which – I think on paper, is this line, you might have said it, Sky, has this had any movement 
cents? Uh, so it opened at eight and a half. Uh, I see it some places down to seven and a half. So that means that the Lions are getting some oh. support. But I think there, there's a trend to bet home dogs late in the season more than a touchdown. So I think they're getting some of that support, especially in division. But mm-hmm. uh, I will not be fooled by this team. Yeah, I feel like that's a pigskin junkie special in division. <laughs> there's more than a touchdown on this slate that we'll we'll be diving into though. Whew. Yeah, it's gonna be. If you read the email, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Uh, next on the card. The Jags in Duval, seven and a half against the uh, aforementioned beatdown in Tennessee, Tennessee Titans. See, this is this is where we'll hop on the home dog getting more than the touchdown. We'll hop on the Jags here simply because the Titans defense has really looked bad the last few weeks. So I think that uh, they're going down to warm Jacksonville. It's not the ideal place to play this time of the year if you haven't been you know used to the cold. Um, and I think Mike Lennon's doing enough on offense. James Robinson's doing enough on offense to keep this game close. Titans win. Jags cover. I'll take the seven and a half. Watching Mike Lennon last week was one of the more infuriating things in my life because as a Vikings fan, you get to the point where you just go, I don't, you could throw, like if we played the Broncos the week that they didn't have a quarterback on the roster, I promise you they would have gone for 250 through the air. Like, any time there's a no-name quarterback that steps in there, absolutely shreds the Vikings. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. Scientific fact. Uh, Glennon, though, it's one of those things that you just laugh because you think, that guy was a first-rounder at yeah. NC State. He got paid a few years ago, too. Yeah. He was with the, the Bears, right? He yeah. He got paid. He's, he's, at me he's like, awful. Though. Yeah. He just looks goofy. But, hey, how, he's how a big guy with a big arm. Shoot? being benched behind him yeah i think he'll be an, an interesting guy to have as your backup i think he's just like fitzy where you know keep him in a backup role he'll get your wins if he has to get thrust into action i think he, he'll be a, a mainstay backup for years to come mm-hmm. in this league yeah the wild card he can you can throw him in there and yeah no one has a game plan for him, but then when you start formulating a game plan, it's like, okay. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the fun is done. Uh, next on the card, um, as we get on our boat on the Chocolate River, Bengals plus three and a half taking on the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Wonka Vader, number one, Bengals. Uh, I don't know if you watched the Cowboys this week, but they have given up on Mike McCarthy. I will not buy into the Andy Dalton revenge game in this one. Brandon Allen, he's, you know, he has a lot of young guys to get the ball out to. These guys are still trying to make the team for next year. They're probably going to be – Zach Taylor is trying to save his job. It makes me sick to have to back this guy because he should be fired. Uh, but the, with the defense of the Cowboys, no pass rush. Uh, this is a game too many points to lay to these Bengals. I know they're terrible, but the Cowboys are really bad as well. Poorly coached, uninspired. You cannot lay more than three on the road with this Cowboys team. So I'll, I'll back the Bengals. Ugh. I think I would rather watch the Puppy Bowl yeah, than have I'm to watch this game. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> this is the, the, the put the money, the set it and forget it special. Right here, <laughs> but more Don't like set it, it and run away. Chris Han- or Scott Hansen, Chris Hansen. <laughs> Would you like to have a seat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Scott Hansen, don't you dare put this on red zone, please. <laughs> Would you like to have a seat? 
Oh, man. Uh, next on the card, Cardinals. Minus one and a half traveling to the New York foosball Giants. <sighs> These Giants there, they torture me. Daniel Jones will be back for this one. Home dog. Cardinals are not playing well. The defense of the Giants is playing fantastic. I love the Giants in this spot. Everyone's going to love the Giants. That's what I thought. But then I looked at where the money's been going, and more than 60% of bets have been on the card so far. So maybe not everyone loves these Giants right now. They're getting 37% of the bets. Spread's moving in their direction. I love the Giants in the spot. I think they'll get a lot of support come Sunday. Uh, But Giants, they should run on this team. Uh, Daniel Jones, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, this is a great spot for him. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is banged up. Kyler Murray, he's banged up, and the Giants defense should win this game for them. A little high total, 45. Probably like the under in that one. <laughs> it's These two teams have scorned me so often. It's like every, this is like probably the two teams. No, the public loves the Cardinals you, like almost every week. And every time I take the cards, I lose. And any time I bet against them, I lose. So, <laughs> so don't touch it. Don't yeah. Touch it. And I feel like I can't figure out this Giants team. Uh, they've been getting better for uh, for me lately. But I'm, I'm with you, Scott. I think you look at a Giants team, they're hot. Uh, and you look at a Cardinals team, that's not. And it's two teams trending in two different directions. As a Vikings fan, I am praying for Cardinals losses. And hopefully the Vikings can yeah. continue to squeak by. But, hey, it is what it is. I if I had to lean, I'd go Giants. But honestly, these last two games, I think I'm just I'm I can't do it. I, I don't have the stomach strength to even I can't do it. Next on the card, speaking of stomach strength, God, there's some gross games this week. Oh. Bears plus one and a half at home against the Houston Texans. Hard pass. Don't want anything to do with this game. David Johnson out for the Texans for some personal reasons. Bears are starting Mitch Trubisky. I think some people are going to be. Tempted to take him in daily fantasy again. Uh, I want nothing to do with this game. Hard, hard pass. God. Man, I'm going to have to pick one of these games, I think. Like, gonna... <laughs> I don't know what you do with this one, honestly. I, I, that line is just that uh, I don't – I have no opinion. I have no opinion. I, I really have no opinion. In this one, I have no opinion. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, both these teams are just – you don't know what version of dog crap you're going to get. You're going to get something, but it's just... You're definitely going to get some of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next on the card, Panthers at home, minus three against the uh, the Mile High Broncos. Uh, love the Panthers in this spot. Definitely no one's going to bet them because they have a lot of question marks around uh, COVID lists. Christian McCaffrey not going to be playing. I think this is Mike Davis's last shot to get paid for next year. <laughs> so he's off the bye. He's got a little rest. He's a little bit older. He wasn't looking good, uh, so good the last few weeks. Great spot for him against a shaky defense. The top corner for the Broncos, A.J. Bouye, suspended. So he'll be out. So the guys that they do have playing, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel, they should be rolling this game. I, I love the Panthers in this spot. Late in three, you can't trust Drew Locke. I think uh, you know this is, a, this is a blowout win for the Panthers. Oh, I like it. I like it. Next on the card, the game that I want to go to, but I don't think my heart can take it. It is the Buccaneers. (laughs) Bucks minus six and a half against the Vikings. How much are tickets? I haven't even looked. 
I don't even want Are to they expensive? Myself. Because, you know, there's limited seating. So does that have upward pressure on pricing or what? I would think so. You should know this, Micah. I, Scott, I just I don't even want to look because I don't want to tease myself. <laughs> uh, so Tom Brady, right is, Tom Brady is going to be a Florida resident. He's moving to Miami. He's had enough with the Northeast. He's like, why did I do this for all this year? All these years? I don't know. You won six Super Bowls, so maybe that's why. Went to nine. Um, I love the Bucks in this spot. Wonka Vader, number two, up way, sideways, every which way. Uh, Bucks off the bye, totally healthy. Mike Evans will be playing on Sunday. He was a full participant in practice today. Vikings defense, very shaky secondary. Battle line against a great pass rush from the Bucks. I think that this is a Bucks team that should be rolling with this game. Just like, and I'm sorry, Mike, but a few weeks ago, the Bucks played the Panthers off a loss. They won 46-23. I think it'll be a similar type game where they just lay it on them. Bucks. Wonka Bear number two. Woo. Hey, sorry, I Mike. mean, it doesn't hurt my feelings. It does not hurt my feelings. Uh, I'm seeing 188 is the cheapest seat, and that is section 342, oh, row double D. <laughs> so, uh, so I'll pass. Yeah, I'll be sitting at home for that one. Plus, I don't want to get in a fight with somebody because I just get really angry when I watch <laughs> the Vikings play football. Um, I'm No offense taken here, Scott. I think Bucks are due for a good bounce back. Um, Vikings defense is just so young in the set in at the corner position to where I think Tom Brady's going to be able to pick him apart. Hopefully Kendrick's, I haven't seen anything since Sunday since he literally was fully padded getting like doing karaoke like minutes before kickoff and pulled a hammy. And so, and then he was done for the game. If we don't have Kendrick's over the middle, my fear of what this bucks offense would be able to do is disgusting. Yeah. So, and we'll see. I mean, maybe primetime Kirk can can do something. I mean, Kirk's really come on. I, I'll I'll give him that. When, He's had a very good year. When he has, I did, see, I did see an egregious list this week that Kirk Cousins has a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Though. I went. He's looked good. He's got me into some best ball playoffs. Yeah, I'm it's very happy. I would say it's. I don't want to say he's a better quarterback than Tom Brady, but I think when it comes to this season. They are at least closer to the same plane than they ever have been or ever will be. I mean, Brady, this isn't one of his best years, and Kirk's having one of his better years. So it is what it is. I mean, Tom's one of, if not the greatest quarterback to ever play in the professional league. Uh, And, yeah. Anywho, uh, next on the ticket, Dolphins plus seven at home. Against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I think the Dolphins is the right side on this one. I think Flores does have the blueprint to at least uh, contain um, Patrick Mahomes, but I really don't want to bet it. Uh, Hard pass. I think Dolphins is the right side. I will not touch it. I think a tsunami of money on the Chiefs, but uh, I will pass. Yeah, this isn't one I'll take in the competition, but I I agree with you, Scott. I think a lot of people are going to be coming in on the Chiefs seeing, okay, one touchdown. I think they can cover that, um, and I'll be looking for this to just keep going up, and I'll probably snag the Dolphins like Sunday morning or <laughs> something when it just reaches its yeah, peak. If, if it gets to seven and a half, eight, I'll, I'll hop on board, and yeah. I'm sure it will. Uh, next on the card, Raiders 
plus two and a half taking on old man river I'll t- tell me about another spread that just reeks, and this one is one that just reeks. Who's going to be back in the Raiders here? They just almost lost to the Jets. They're back home, and they're going to they're going to compete with the Colts, who are just red hot right now. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. Uh, so I will be back in the Colts, uh, probably a square play, apparently with the line movement, but uh, I really don't mind in this spot. So I, I really like the Colts in this spot. I just don't know how uh, the Raiders' defense are going to. Going to stifle this uh, Colts offense, even though uh, Flatfoot Rivers can barely move. <laughs> they have no pass rush to really, uh, you know, make them uncomfortable. So I, I'll definitely be on the Colts this weekend. Probably not a contest play just because of the popularity of it, but uh, definitely in cash. Yeah, it's so it's. I'm showing it's moved about a half point. Scott, are you seeing? Yeah, that that's as what well? I'm seeing okay. as well. I'm just really surprised, like that the Raiders are getting this much support from the the the, the quote unquote sharps. Yeah. It's. Uh, I, I don't know what to think of this. Raiders. Ads, I don't know what to think of either of these teams because <laughs> Derek Carr was coming on where it was. It got to the point where everyone's like, "All right, this is the Derek Carr we knew like two years ago," and then once the spotlight came on him, it was like, "Oh, crap! <laughs> everyone's watching me again," and yep. boom, it was all over after that. So, I. I haven't. I don't think we've even touched the. I haven't. Have you, Scott, since the week? The Monday night game, the season opener. What? Uh, touched the t- Raiders, or like taking the uh, Raiders on any spread. I think uh, I touched them. Um... I guess I shouldn't use the word touched. Yeah, I, think, I don't know when I bet them. <laughs> I don't think I have. I definitely didn't fall into the Atlanta trap. Yeah. That's a that's a good Jack Black reference in, uh, mm. in School of Rock. Your kids have touched me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that I've touched them. Touched them. <laughs> oh, great film. Uh, next on the card, Russ, not so much cooking these days. Minus 13 and a half against the JETS winless Jets. Uh, Jets are going to be down a bunch of offensive weapons. Um, definitely demoralizing after last week. Uh, I want to lay the lumber here with the Seahawks. Uh, I don't think they'll get a lot of support after last week's performance, but DK Metcalf, this whole Tyler Lockett, this isn't a get-right game. I don't know what is. I think <laughs> the Seahawks win going away. Definitely be betting the Seahawks uh, in a lot of level, in a lot of different action this weekend. Mm. Yeah, I, I just get scared with the Seahawks with more than one touchdown lately. I just feel like they're – I might tease these guys a little bit. Just a little tease. They, but... they, they insist on making – on torturing their backers for yes. some reason. I don't know what it is, but I think this Jets team is I – mean, they're obviously really bad. And going on the road after a, a loss like that last week, I just uh, – I don't, I don't see it for them. Yeah, it's – I feel like that was Jared's MO all last year. It was like if it was more than uh, – he was like, these guys – he's like – what did he call Schottenheimer? Who did he keep mixing him up with? Oh, God. I can't remember. I'll have to go back and listen to some yeah. old podcasts. But it was so funny. He would, could never get Schottenheimer right. Yeah. But he was like, I, guy doesn't know how to – what uh, he's doing. He, Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan. He mixed him up with Kyle Shanahan for some reason. <laughs> That's right. Um, didn't have any faith in him at no. all. And I, I still am shaky because it's like the guy wants to keep it in a nice – Nice These guys were, game. quote unquote, letting Russ cook 
all year and they were having monster they started off so hot and then they've insisted on going back to a half and half run and and, and obviously they go and lose the game so maybe just let russell cook if you yeah. will uh-huh. you have two uh, i mean you have two top 25 receivers yeah in the nfl and you have an mvp candidate quarterback and but I, hey let's control the game and run the ball yeah Let's do it, and, and then, then we'll get lose. predictable passing downs. It's 10 point favorites against a backup. Yeah. Colt McCoy. Smart. Smart. Real I'm not, smart. That's salty. Yeah. <laughs> Next on the card Chargers plus two and a half taking on the Hotlanta Falcons. Upway, sideways, every which way. Chargers. Walker number three. Ooh. Embarrassed last week. They had, a, they had a sit with that all week. How they were embarrassed. 45 nothing to the Patriots. That stinks. So everyone's going to watch that game. They're going to be like, this team is terrible. They're playing a, a, a Falcons team down Julio Jones without a secondary. Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert are going to be cooking on Sunday. I'll back, you know, Falcons got to travel cross country, later start in Langwood on the road, insulting. Chargers, Wonka Bear, number three. Insulting. <laughs> Next on the card, this one I actually just saw on my app. Tick up to seven. Uh, Saints minus six and a half taking on Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh. ooh, ooh. Poor Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is going to have a rough one on Sunday. Saints defense is playing fantastic. Taysom Hill, this could be some of his last taste of being starting quarterback. I think he was going to want to leave a mark that, you know, tell, tell him, you know, you can let Drew Brees go. I'll be good next year. Just give me the rock. So I'll lay the six and a half. The Saints defense playing just so well. Jalen Hurts, rookie against a, a veteran team like the Saints. I think he's in for a lot of hurt. No offensive line, so he's going to be getting pressured all night. Love the Saints in this spot. There it is. Saints. It's, it's Doug Peterson. Is he on the hot seat? I mean, how long do you give people after they win a Super Bowl? It's a good question. I think you have to give him another run, but I think his his seat's a little warm. It's going to be hot going into the season, that's for sure. I mean, if he's going to know all off season, hey, but if you don't uh, you don't write this ship, it's going to be. And their offense has just looked terrible. I mean, there hasn't been a bright spot, and you're supposed to be the offensive mind behind this whole thing. Yeah, that's I, with the weapons they have on offense for them to be this bad is just really disappointing. Yeah. That's where we get that's that's tough sledding. That's an uphill climb right there. Next on the card, the Sam Francisco Arizona 49ers <laughs> minus 3 taking on the Washington football team. I bet the players are enjoying the scene are enjoying the scenery in Scottsdale a little bit more <laughs> than San Francisco right now. Uh-huh. Uh I think uh, Chase Young is going to be in Nick Mullen's face all night. Great pass rush against a weak offensive line with a lot of injuries. Washington still not getting a lot of respect after the Steelers win. But uh, I think uh, Alex Smith will be able to do enough against his defense for the Niners. That's also banged out with a ton of injuries. Uh, love Washington in the spot. I'm surprised they're not getting more love and it's not lower spread. So uh, the NFL beast, uh, NFC beast is not getting any love right now. Uh, I'll, I'll be backing <laughs> the Washington football team on Sunday. Hey, how about those first-year NFC East coaches? Ron Rivera, Joe Judge. I know they're 5-7, and but these teams are getting hot at the right time. It's Mm -hmm. a, a, you know, impressive uh, first year for these guys. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people 
Not had nobody really. I for one was totally knocking these guys when you know three weeks ago, and now all of a sudden you're like, crap. Giants are getting hot. Washington's <laughs> kind of getting hot. Alex Smith, holy crap! I mean, let alone to just be walking again to have a leg. Yeah, I mean to have a leg, to walk, to run, to play professional football. I mean, these are huge leaps. Uh, and this line actually, Scott, looks like public's showing some love to Washington. Yeah, it's starting to move. It's starting to move in their favor. Mm-hmm. Uh, open four and a half, and now it's at three. Uh oh, everyone's picking up on it. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's smelling what we're stepping in. I still the Washington. I'm still chasing that win from week one that you stole from me against the Eagles, and then I bet you so many times, and you scorned me, and now you're getting hot. So for your sake, Washington, I'm doing this for you. I will stay away. I'll do it for you. Next on the card, we're going to go to Sunday night foosball. Bills, minus two and a half against the now not undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers, who aren't good. I said it last week. You were right last week. Uh, you know we circle the wagons here. We we love the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen off a tremendous performance last week. We were heavy, heavy backers against the Niners. Back back at them this week. Just you know the the Bills they get beat on the ground and James Conner off the COVID list. They just have no run game to speak of. Um, really like the Bills in this spot. This is going to be a very fun game. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a little playoff preview. That'd be fun. Uh, and, but the Steelers are going to be desperate because they're playing for a uh, number one seed. They need to keep pace with the Chiefs. So uh, I will back the Bills. You know we circle the wagons here. Back on them. Yep. This will be with the Ravens moving more towards the flashy run-and-gun sort of offense. This is about as close as we're going to get with the Steelers' black-and-blue opponent coming <laughs> in. Uh, Bills, Steelers, just hard-nosed, old-school foosball. Uh, this will be a fun, a fun game for the NFL purists out there that are like, "This football isn't what it used to be." <laughs> All those grumpy, grumpy old gusses. Uh huh. Exactly. Next on the card and last on the card, Monday Night Football: Browns plus one against the Ravens. Uh, really, really hard pass again on this one. <laughs> I lean Ravens, but I don't have a strong feel for either one of these teams. Browns. Showed up last week. I think they're going to get a lot of a lot of support, mm-hmm. but I do think the Ravens is a side. I think the Ravens win, uh, but I will not be touching this one. I feel like the over might be something worth touching in this game, or worth taking. Excuse me. I gotta gotta stop saying touching. Hmm. <laughs> uh, over under at forty seven. Is that tasty, Scott, or is that not that, so tasty? That is a little tasty. That'd be good in a, a three-team, ten-point tease. You tease Ooh. that one down. Yeah. But uh, I think there there'll be lots of points in this one. I agree with you, Scott. It's been it's crazy. Week 14. Four more. Oh, I'm excited for the playoffs. Yes. The playoffs we got, are we got some more wood to chop for the rest of the season. <laughs> Always time to chop wood. Uh, that's a, Is that a Rutgers reference there, Greg Schiano? That's, that's not a Rutgers reference. <laughs> um, well, Scott, I'll we let got, you We got st- a good one. We got yeah. a big one. We got the Funky Bunch happening yeah. today. This is, Why'd you kick us off? You want me to kick, kick it off? off? Yeah, you I thought kicked I it kicked off. it off last week. Oh, you didn't? All right, fine. I'll kick it off. All right, number <laughs> three. This is it was very tough for me. I and I'm going to preface. I'm not going to include the Departed in Mark Wahlberg movies because he wasn't a lead character in it. Obviously, it'd be a top three if uh, if I include just any movie he was in. But 
I, I, he wasn't a big enough role to, to have it included. So number three, Pain and Gain. Oh. I don't know if you've seen Pain and Gain. I love this movie. It was very tight. It was very tight with another movie. But uh, Mark Wahlberg steals an identity of a, a rich man that he doesn't like that he used to train. Bunch of uh, meatheads in this one with uh, The Rock. It's a, it's a fantastic action movie. Pain and Gain. Number two, The Other Guys. One of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Mark yes. Wahlberg, Will Ferrell incredible if you haven't seen all their guys these these guys are new york city cops they're investigating some some fraud it's hilarious uh one really one of the funniest movies i've ever seen number one dirt diggler no, oh. more, no doubt boogie nights if you haven't seen boogie nights it's an old 90s movie about uh mark Wahlberg's breaking into the porn industry's dirt diggler it is incredible <laughs> rest in peace uh what's his name oh man i'm embarrassed <laughs> Burt Reynolds, rest in peace. Oh yeah, Burt Reynolds. Um, that's uh, a good uh, list, so, there, Scott. So, so close, uh, Lone Survivor. Yeah, uh, the, the movie uh, about the true story about the guys out in um, Afghanistan. Uh, you know that were rated really good movie. Um, Ted, solid. Uh, the fighter, pretty good. Um, he's got a bunch of. He's just got a great um, the filmography. He does. Um, so I'll go number three for me. I'm going to say Ted. Uh, just I, I loved his character in that one. I, just hearing him have his accent in that <laughs> is, is so amazing to me. Uh, number two, uh, like you mentioned, Scott, the other guys, absolutely phenomenal. Quote it all the time. I remember seeing that in theaters. It's like this movie. Yeah. So stinking good. So uh, and number one for me is Shooter. Actually, that's when I fell in love with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, oh, shooter. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal, phenomenal movie. Honorable mentions for me would be uh, The Fighter. I thought him mm -hmm. and uh, our boy, oh my gosh, talk about being embarrassed. Christian Bale. Christian Bale um, were absolutely phenomenal. And this is going to be a funny one, Scott. Are you ready for this? I always, whenever it's on TV, I always leave it on. <sighs> the Happening. The ha Oh. Oh, the happening. It was so bad it was good. Exactly. Exactly. So bad it was good. <laughs> it's like so quiet all the time. I don't know. And I mean, like you said, Lone Survivor, I think he does a great job in. Um he's just he's got a lot of movies. I never saw Deepwater Horizon. Me either. I, I haven't I haven't seen that one. There's a there's another one, All the Money in the World, about uh the Getty um, kidnapping. He's pretty good in it. That's a good entertaining movie. All the money in the world. I mean, he's got a ton of movies. He does. He's got I can't one. say Max Payne is in my top 10, but uh, I'm, sure it, <laughs> I'm sure it was good. <laughs> Invincible's up there. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. And then I didn't really like him in any of the Transformers movies, but you know what was one that my friends love that I haven't seen that I feel like they kind of piggyback off the other guy's success is Daddy's Home. <laughs> you know they just did that so they could get uh feral and him back together yeah it's anytime i mean that was like right after painting game too so mark was just huge <laughs> just super swell uh yeah those are all great movies but shooter for me was like whoa <laughs> this guy's awesome I, th I think we give ourselves our next week's uh, our our next week's guy with, with Christian Bale. Oh man, that's going to be hard for me. Oh well, you know, you got a week to study up. I do have a week to study up. Can I do uh, 
the Batman trilogy is one, two, and three? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, you can't because the third one was awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk more about that next I week. I watch it all. I mean, give it. I will watch it if it's on TV. Yeah. But it was really bad. Worst Bane voice impersonator ever in the history of mankind. My brother, <laughs> horrible, and he thought he was so good. Awful, terrible. Would tell him all the time, like Jared, please don't ever yeah. do this in front of anyone other than me because it's bad. <laughs> You'll just embarrass yourself. Oh, this is going to be tough next week. It is. And then I say we piggyback off of that. Speaking of Bane, let's go Bale Hardy. Uh, we can do that. All we right. can definitely do that. A little Thomas, a little Thomas Hardy. And then it'll be Christmas time. We have to do uh, one other guy we have to do this year is Will Smith. I was watching oh. the latest Bad Boy recently. Oh, and, cool. uh, he's, his, his filmography is fantastic, too. So we got we to gotta squeeze him in. He does. Does Does Fresh Prince of Bel-Air just hold number one, but then we just do movies? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. No, 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 I got a different number one. We'll save it. Okay. I like it. I like it. All right, Scott. Well, Thank you so much for tuning in, Junkies. We hope you appreciated the show. We would love to hear your favorite movies uh, that were done by Mackie Mac. Maybe give us your list. And uh, if you have a favorite or favorite other guy's quote, please tweet it at it, me or Scott or the, the account because I absolutely love it. Um, funny story, actually, Scott, before we go about the other guys. And it's kind of a, a really random scene in the movie. But it's at the start and they got the... They're driving to the first crime scene at the crime scene. LOL. Good tweet. And as they're driving there, these, um, I forget the guy's name, dadgummit. Uh, but they're, they're sharing stories about this party that he was at. And he's like, I woke up with a noose around my neck. I thought <laughs> I was going to have to shoot my way out of there. <laughs> and know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And he, oh, uh, Rob Riggle. And, yeah. um, and he goes, yeah, I thought I was going to have to shoot my way out of there. And he's like, well, what did you do? He's like, well, I took the noose off my neck. And he's like, what are you going to do? Bar mitzvahs. <laughs> I, whenever I'm with one of my buddies, I say that all the time. And so he made the mistake of he was somewhere. And he goes, yeah, what are you going to do? Bar mitzvahs. <laughs> and he called me. He goes, is that a famous quote from that movie or no? I was like, no. Very very few people will remember that line or that reference at, ever. <laughs> but, hey, it is what it is. Um, so with that story, though, Scott, any closing remarks for you? You want to recap your Wonkas? Oh, yeah. We got uh, Wonka Vader number one. We have Bengals plus three and a half against the home against the Cowboys. We have Bucks minus six and a half home against the Vikings. And then uh, Chargers plus two and a half home against the Falcons. So we got some home dogs. We're laying a little lumper. I've been feeling pretty good about this week. Sitting 167th in Circa, you know, outside the money, but uh, not too far out. So just got to gotta get a little hot. Yeah, striking distance. Yeah. like it. You're just one good through ball away, Scott, from really just sticking that sucker top right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Junkies. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, we really appreciate it. Please continue to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes would mean the world to us and follow us at pigskin underscore junkies and tweet at us. We appreciate all your messages we get. Uh, it really is fun to interact with all of you. And uh, with that, Scott, we are out of here. See ya. They called me Gator.
sucked the taint too. So. <laughs> <laughs>